Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with TRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com bet. That's winning at drf.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championship. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your room for your next visit to Santa Anita. By Legacy Ranch, home of top California stallions Mr. Big, Clubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy with Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cow bread. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selection from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. 
and by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition. I'm Bob Ike. I'll be joined by my co-host, John Lindo, in just one second. Lots going on today. A nine-race card at Santa Anita, which kicks off at 1 p.m. The feature race goes as the eighth. It's the Summertime Oaks. And the lukewarm 5-2 to two favorite comes in, uh, a, a shipper. The alleys look with Mike Smith aboard, but it's a wide-open race. We'll talk about that. We've got coverage today from Churchill Downs. Belmont Park, a 10-race card there, including the Penine Ridge. We'll talk to Jonathan Hardoon. Golden Gate kicks off at 1.15. And John Lindo, I thought we'd have kind of a sleepy Saturday show the week before the Belmont. Just kind of recap, kick some ideas around. And lo and behold, uh, big news broke yesterday regarding Churchill Downs. So good morning, John. Fill us in on that a little bit. Well, good morning, Bob. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it never a dull moment in this business, at least the last few months. And let's break down and let's let's go with chronological order. What happened this week at Churchill Downs? Um, over Memorial Day weekend, they had two horses suffer catastrophic injuries, bringing the total to 12 horse deaths at Churchill Downs since that meet started early in May. So there was a meeting on Tuesday at Churchill Downs between the you know the the racetrack and and the people who take care of the racetrack and whatnot. And out of that meeting came three new s- series of protocols that they're going to do for the track, including they were g- they're going to pause the track-based incentives for trainer starts uh, for bonuses and only pay the top five horses as opposed to paying the entire field some type of stipend. They're going to restrict the number of starts on horses to four during a rolling eight-week period. And like they do in California, they're, they're going to make ineligibility standards for por- performances Horses that have been beaten by more than 12 lengths in five consecutive starts will be ineligible to race until they're approved by the equine medical director at Churchill Downs. So that goes on, and then they bring in uh, Wednesday Dennis Moore from California to go over there and have an independent look at the racetrack surfaces. And on Thursday, both Heza and Churchill Downs put out uh, press releases saying that there were no irregularities found in the track surfaces. So then we get to Friday, and all of a sudden during the races yesterday, there's an announcement comes out that all racing at Churchill Downs will shift to Ellis Park starting next week, and they'll stay there for the remainder of the current Churchill meet, which ends on July the 3rd. They will run at Churchill Downs today. They will run tomorrow, and they've already entered the races for Wednesday, the June the 7th at Churchill Downs. They'll complete those, and then they'll go over to uh, Ellis Park. And the strange thing to, to me about this, Bob, is that, okay, um, you know, they said the surfaces are okay. They're going to stop the race and take a good look at this. But the horses will be allowed to continue to work and train at Churchill Downs, and they're going to race there this weekend. So it's kind of contradiction in terms, well, we're okay, but we're going to move you over there. And, you know, you, you feel bad for all the, the vendors, the, the food service people, the backstretch workers, the, the Ellis Park is about two hours away from Churchill Downs. There's a lot of people that, that make their livelihood around the racing at, at, in Louisville at Churchill, and this is going to affect a lot of people. Well, John, you hit on something that, that I thought of immediately when this was announced, and I try to look at situations with some logic and common sense. I, I don't always succeed, but um, I thought there were only two conclusions you could make by the announcement of this move. One, 
the track is unsafe, so we must move the races from Churchill Downs to Ellis Park, or the track is safe, then that begs the question, why are we moving the races to Ellis Park? Uh, it can only be one or two things. One of two things, John. The track is either safe at Churchill Downs or it is not safe at Churchill Downs. And if it's not safe, how in the world are you running another three days of racing there, including a number of stakes races today with some very valuable horses? Not that uh, they're not all valuable, but these are high-cost uh, horses that have stud values and also uh, broodmare values. It's just a high-quality card today. It's a preview for Stephen Foster Day. And uh, those are the only two conclusions I can draw, John. Is this being done for public perception? Because if that's the case, then uh, it's, it's accomplishing nothing moving to Ellis Park. As I mentioned, John, we will have Matt Haggerty from DRF on later in the show and maybe take us through some of the finer points, see if we're missing anything, John. But, you know, uh, it's just uh, it seems like an endless parade of these things now that we're hit with in racing. And I really thought Kentucky would be the the stronghold of our industry that uh, would not kind of give in to these kind of public perception moves if this is in fact what it was. We'll see how much HISA had a role. Did this mandate come from even above HISA? So we'll try to find that out more, uh, John, with John with uh, Matt Haggerty. But it's a very, very uh, disturbing situation on what looked to be a great card today. And yeah, it's still a terrific card, but you know yeah. they're 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 putting themselves on the limb here. You, you better hope all these horses get around safe today and tomorrow and Wednesday at Churchill Downs. If not, you're looking at a media firestorm. So, uh, very important cards coming up today and tomorrow and Wednesday at Churchill. Let's hope everybody makes it through safely. The racing is good. Again, good quality horses. And the races you, you want to watch and you want to play as a horse player, too. So, uh, a lot of eyes on Churchill Downs today. And you brought up one other thing, John. Horses will continue to train there in the mornings. Um, Brad Cox, one of the top trainers in the Kentucky circuit, has gone on record as saying, the track is fine. He's had no issues with it. He'll continue to train there, uh, as will a lot of other people. So uh, a very strange situation, and we will uh, keep following up on it, obviously, uh, throughout this show and as we move forward in the weeks to come. Well, John, let's talk some horse racing locally. And um, what we saw, what we want to do, first of all, we, actually, we need to talk about the Belmont because that's a week from now. And uh, bring us up to date. It looks like it might be a pretty solid field. Uh, what are you hearing? Who's going in there? Well, the one addition this week, Tappet Shoes for trainer Brad Cox, is joining the field. So right now, it looks like a probable field of 10. In addition to Tappet Shoes, uh, Brad Cox will have Angel of Empire, who was third in the Derby, and Hit Show, who was fifth in the Derby. Uh, Todd Fletcher is going to have uh, his two big guns, Forte and Tappet Trice. Forte worked 59.32 this morning, according to Mike Walsh at Daily Racing Farm. Galloped out seven furlongs and 126 and change. Tappa Trice worked a half mile, a very easy half this morning, and 49.59 and galloped out five furlongs, 102.19. So, again, they're on, they're on track for next week. Bob Baffert will have National Treasure, the Preakness winner, in, in the race. Archangelo, who won the Peter Pan, is scheduled to run. And there's also a Red Route 1. And uh, Ray's Kane, Il Miracolo, 
look like the rest and look like the rest of the field. So right now, a field of ten, a good field of ten for the Belmont Stakes on what's going to be just a tremendous card at Belmont next Saturday. Yeah, that'll be great. Just loaded with stakes races, and uh, can't wait for that one. Uh, John, one of the stakes we mentioned today at Churchill Downs, and they do really have a, an excellent card today. Uh, tenth race today is the Blame, going a mile and an eighth on the main track, and we've got a field of eight in there. Wanted you to kind of preview that one. Right. The the, the horse to beat and the likely favorites, number one, Rattle and Roll, who comes off uh, two nice wins, the Ben Alley at uh, Keeneland, and most recently at Pimlico, the Pimlico Special on Preakness Day. Now, this horse is wheeling back in two weeks, and that's the key here. He's back quick. That Pimlico Special win, he won by a nose. He was all out. So you just wondered, did they empty the tank there at Pimlico? And the quick turnaround makes him a little bit vulnerable, I think, coming to Churchill Downs. And there's a horse I like in here, and that's number two, Mask Parade for trainer Albert Stahl. He he came back off a layoff in the King's Go. That's a one-turn mile at Churchill on the Derby undercard, and, and that's not his game. He ran six that day, but those one-turn miles, he, he's a much better two-turn horse. He likes a mile and an eighth, and he does like Churchill Downs. I think he kind of you know got a speed, uh, got a little speed prep in there. There's, he has tactical speed. There is not a lot of early speed in this race. Number four, Call Me Fast, and maybe number seven, Pioneer Medina. They might be on the front end, but I expect Mass Parade to be close to the lead. He's drawn in post two, so he'll save ground all the way. And getting back to two turns in a mile and eighth, I think he's got a good shot in here. He's 5-1 to one on the program. So I'm going to look for a small upset and try and beat Rattle and Roll with number two, Mass Parade, in the blame today, the 10th race at Churchill Downs. Very good. Thank you, John. And uh, let's now switch our attention to Southern California. Let's recap one of the races from the terrific Memorial uh, Day weekend card, and that was the Shoemaker Mile, where we saw a horse continue his win streak on the turf, John, and uh, this horse has gone from strength to strength. Tell us about it. You're talking about Exalted, who did not get on the turf until this is, is he's a six-year-old now, and uh, since he's been on the turf, he's won four straight, including the Shoemaker Mile, where he tracked a fast play- pace. The first two horses early in the race, Lamplighter Jack and Flavius, uh, finished last and second to last, but Exalted went right around them, kept going, and uh, won by a half-length over Iridea, who got a terrific ride by Hector Berrios. Hong Kong Harry had some traffic problems. He finished third in the race, but Exalted is a winning year in for the Breeders' Cup Mile, which happens to be at Santa Anita, so trainer Peter Erden can kind of map his spots out and work backwards from the Breeders' Cup Mile, but this is a brand-new horse on the grass. Yeah, four in a row, and uh, you wonder, and Pete's kind of joked around, uh, at his own expense, saying, what took me so long to put him on the turf? But uh, he, he just, according to Erton, he stays sounder on grass. And, man, he's just turned into a different horse. J.J. Hernandez fits him uh, just perfectly, gave him a, a absolutely flawless ride in the Shoemaker, and he won his fourth straight. Well, John, let's turn our attention to today. And uh, you put out the Lindo Report every racing day. And that is available at todaysracingdigest.com, along with all of our handicappers, as well as free for the South Point patrons. Uh, John, I know uh, that's a great perk there. They go by, pick up your sheet at the South Point. And uh, where do you want to go for a radio selection at Santa Anita today? I'm going to go down to the ninth and final. Uh, Bob, we noticed yesterday, you know, closers had all the best of it on the grass course at Santa Anita yesterday. And hadn't seen that kind of bias show up on the grass course all meet long, but if you weren't, if you're anywhere near the lead, you had no shot on the grass yesterday. If that bias holds true today, and we'll find out as the card goes along, 
Ninth race, number four, Overdue, comes from off the pace. And this is a horse that uh, when he gets his trip, he's, he's good. He comes out of a fast race. Uh, Lamplighter Jack, who was in the Shoemaker Mile, loves sick blues, who's on a roll, was second in his last start. In for a tag today, $32,000, gets regular rider Umberto Rispoli back. Sit and wait, and that might be the right trip. Five to one on the program, number four, overdue, ninth and final in Santa Anita. And I know, Bob, you've been looking around the country, and you looked at uh, something that you like today at Churchill Downs. Yeah, I like that cross-country bet, John, uh, between Churchill Downs and, and Bel- Belmont Park today. And uh, leg two of that cross-country is the eighth race at Churchill Downs. So I'm going to the eighth race at Churchill Downs. There is a scratch in there of number three, Pauline's Pearl. So it's only a field of seven. But I think there's some value with number seven, Hidden Connection. In fact, I like the two horses that ran one-two in the Double Dog Dare at Keeneland last time. That's the seven, Hidden Connection, the six, Frost Point, who beat that horse on the square last time. But the price is better on the seven, Hidden Connection. She's got more tactical speed. I think she'll just sit second right behind Travel Column. I think she'll fall into the great spot. She'll get the first jump on Frost Point. And she has won here at Churchill Downs in the past as a two-year-old, a big win in the Pocahontas. So let's go to the eighth race today at Churchill Downs, number seven, Hidden Connection, nine to two on the morning line, going to come down a little bit from that price, and you definitely have to beat number six, Frost Point. That is my radio play of the day. No sheet today. Next week, I will be back uh, with Belmont. That's the Belmont Stakes. I'll give out three best plays on that Belmont card. And as you mentioned, John, it'll be a terrific stakes card. We'll talk to John Hardoon about that. That is next Saturday. I'll be putting out a selection sheet. Not until then. Okay, John, let's take our first time out. When we come back, Bob Mazursky and Bruce Finkelstein. That'll, that'll be the next segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. You're listening on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Racing fans, just three weekends remain in our current Hollywood meet at Santa Anita, so come join the fun before closing day on June 18th. And be sure to make plans to be with us for the 40th Annual Breeders' Cup World Championships here at Santa Anita on November 3rd and 4th. Visit BreedersCup.com and make your reservations now. Three-year-old fillies will be center stage this Saturday in the Great two $200,000 Summertime Oaks. And on Sunday, three-year-olds go postward in the $100,000 Affirm Stakes. With the NBA Finals upon us, you can take a shot at a $10,000 prize pool in our Santa Anita Pick'em Contest, which mixes popular sports props each weekend, and $500 goes to the top winner each day. Fan special online packages are available now for our infield family fun zone. Grab a family four-pack, which includes four hot dogs, four sodas or waters, two unlimited ride wristbands, two pony rides, admission, and more. 
Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Voices sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back. Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo, a Saturday edition. And, John, before we bring in Bob Mazursky uh, and Calbred of the Week, we want to talk about uh, the Northern California yearling sale. So you've got some information for us. Right. If you saw Ceiling Crusher, who's by the Legacy Ranch Stallion, Mr. Big, wins last Sunday's Mill Air Stakes by 17 lengths, you might want to consider the Northern California yearling sale. This year it'll be t- Tuesday, August the 15th. And Ceiling Crusher sold there for just $22,000. She's now a multiple stakes winner, earned more than a quarter million dollars. And uh, there's already been three sales grads to win two-year-old races this year. You've had horses like Fly a Fantasy win for trainer Jeff Bondi, Going Mobile, an easy winner for trainer Steve Knapp, and Yo-Yo Candy win at Parks. So they're winning everywhere from this Northern California yearling sale. Your horsemen, if you're based in Southern California, you get a $500 travel allowance with a minimum purchase at the sale of $5,000. You just have to have proof that you've made the trip up there to the Northern California yearling sale. That'll be at Pleasant at the Pleasanton Fairgrounds uh, in Alameda County. So uh, make plans now, August 15th, the Northern California yearling sale. 
And, John, let's also do our Calbred of the Week segment. I think we should just rename this the Chosen Vron because uh, every time this horse runs, he wins, and he becomes our Calbred of the Week. But what a uh, just a tremendous animal this is. He is really moving up the list, John, I think, of some of the best Calbreds of all time. I mean, he is something else. He's my favorite horse on the racetrack, so I'm always happy to talk about the chosen Vron who won the Thor's Echo Stakes last week. I think that was eight straight stakes wins now. He's by Vronsky out of the Tis Wonderful Mare Tis Molly, uh, bred by the Tis, Tis Molly Partners, and uh, owned by Cruel Jack, Sondraker Racing, Robert Fetkin, and Richard Thornburg. Trained by Eric Cruel Jack has just done a tremendous job. Twelve wins from 16 lifetime starts, earnings over $792,000. How do you not like a horse like the Chosen Vron? And, John, he wins short, long, turf, dirt, you name it, he's done it. Uh, what, what, a, what a really super horse he is, and uh, those connections have done a fabulous job, as you mentioned. Let's bring in Bob Mazursky from today's RacingDigest.com and the regular handicapper for the Southern California Newspaper Group. Good morning, Bob. How are you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? Doing well. Uh, we wanted to get uh, your thoughts today on the stakes race at Santa Anita. Goes as the eighth. It's the summertime Oaks. Uh, what do you think in there, Bob? I think it's a pretty wide open race. I mean, the obvious horse to beat on paper is the Alley's Look, who's coming in for uh, after running third in the Kentucky Oaks four weeks ago. You know, but she's in a new barn now. She's shipping across the country, so I don't know if she'll laps definitely run the same race back in this race if she does obviously she'd be the horse to beat i thought there was a couple other interesting possibilities anywho i like the way she won sprinting now she's stretching out for uh john sadler's john also has ancient peace in there who was a big winner the last time she ran on the main track and then i thought window shopping had a shot because i thought she had a really rough trip last time so and tell me no lies is the worst i'm kind of against i just don't think she's developed as a three-year-old given what she did as a two-year-old so i think she might be vulnerable but I think it's a pretty wide-open race, and I, I would definitely spread it if you're playing the late pick four or pick five. John Lindo. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, looking at the grade one races from last Monday, Bob, uh, we saw you know, in the grade one gamely at Santa Anita on the grass, it, no surprise trainer Phil D'Amato got the no, another win, but there was kind of a new face up in the graded stakes ranks in macadamia. I mean, every time she runs, she gets better. She, uh, you know, the the horses that ran one two in that race were last and next to last early macadamia quadruel and the pace was not that fast so they were able to just sweep past the leaders i thought queen goddess the, who was the heavy favorite in the race had no excuses she sat third to that moderate pace got the lead and was simply out finished by the top two so macadamia certainly is getting better with each start and she's obviously going to be a player in the division for the rest of the year it looks like and, uh, Bob, I know the condition book will come out for Los Alamitos as well. Uh, so we, and you're the PR director there at Los Al, so uh, give us an update on that. Yeah, the condition book is out. You know, we're going to start racing on Friday the 23rd, so 20 days from now we'll be racing. Uh, we'll take entries on the 20th, June 20th, for that nine-day meet. We'll run Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the 23rd through the 21st, the first week, and then we'll have sort of an unusual schedule. The second week we'll run Saturday through Tuesday, which so we include the 4th of July holiday, and then we'll wrap it up on July 8th and 9th, the Saturday and Sunday before we the circuit takes a break before heading to Del Mar. And where do you want to go for a radio play today, Bob? You've had a real good week of handicapping. Last Sunday, eight top-choice winners, three trifectas, including the 10th race try that paid 386 for a buck, 
and then you came right back yesterday early pick five that paid a thousand you put in a 48 dollar ticket very nice roi and you had the first race trifecta for 275 uh, for every dollar invested there so uh, bob mazurski seeing the ball where do you want to go for your radio pick I'm going to go to the seventh race today. I like the comebacker number eight, Park City. He's a new gelding for Dan Blacker. This horse was well-regarded as a two-year-old last year. First time out, he chased sharp as attack. We came back and won a stake, a turf sprint stake. Next time out of that race, I think Park City will fire his best shot. He gets Hector Berrios. I don't think it's the strongest group of maidens, so I like the comebacker number eight, Park City, in race seven. Very good. Uh, Park City for Bob Mazursky, race number eight at 3-1 to one on the morning line. Thank you, Bob. Keep up the uh, hot hand, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Good luck today. Bye-bye. Okay. That was Bob Mazursky. Let's bring in Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going, guys? We are doing well. Uh, by the way, a beautiful day in Southern California. We had a little bit of June gloom the first couple days of the month, but it is uh, there's not a cloud in the sky today. It is absolutely gorgeous. Great day to get out to the races. And, uh, Bruce, before we kind of dive in on the California scene, wanted to t- you to take a look at one of the stakes races today at Churchill Downs. It's the Arlington Stakes uh, on the turf, and that goes as race number nine. What do you think of that race? Yeah, I really like kind of a new face in this group, and that's the six Royal Patronage. Uh, first off, guys, fast pace should co- come out of this race. You have the horse on the rail, Get Smoke, and Classic Causeway. We know all about him. He's a quick horse, and even Tiberius Mercurius. So the race could set up nicely for a closer. Let's get back to Royal Patronage. He was a top two-year-old in Europe and um, came here after some racing early on last season in Europe. They tried to make him sort of a marathon-type and graded stakes competition uh, in a couple of races in New York. And admittedly, he really didn't do well. He was up close and kind of fading in his races. Uh, Graham Motion, one of my favorite trainers, regrouped, put him on the sidelines for seven and a half months, ran him at Keeneland in a non-winner's three allowance, and boy, did the light bulb go on here. This was a, a super effort. The horse sat mid-pack. It wasn't one of those meltdown hot pace races. The horse had to kind of be used all the way around. He made an extended run, got to the lead, held off the long shot commander, but it was a very strong last part of the race. I believe uh, Royal Patronage came home at about five and three in that win off the bench. I think this could be, guys, a better setup today. He should be more fit, and I, I think the favorites are a bit vulnerable here. Let's go with kind of the new face here that maybe figure things out as a newly turned four. Let's go with the six royal patronage at three to one on the morning line. Very good. And uh, John Harnut, John Har- John Lindo, rather, I'm jumping ahead, but we got Hardoon in the next segment. Uh, John Lindo, I know you have a couple things for Bruce. Yeah, well, Bruce gave us a winner in the Golden Hour pick four last week with Roy Hobbs up at Golden Gate. And uh, uh, we've only got a couple more weeks of the Golden Hour double, Golden Hour pick four, because uh, Golden Gate ends on the 11th of June. So I don't know, uh, Bruce, if you want to give us a, 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 a play at Golden Gate in that sequence, or if you got something earlier on the Golden Gate yeah, card for us. Yeah, John, let's do a race in that sequence. And uh, let's do a grass race. How about the eighth race? Uh, this is a... $20,000 race for Phillies, restricted non-winner twice at the level. I'll take a horse that really woke up, uh, really ran a, a good race in defeat last time out. It's the rail, Harbor Abbey. Been away three months, got back on the Golden Gate grass 
And again, the pace wasn't real hot. The winner of the race was a new piece, or so we're familiar with in Southern California, but she was really flying at the end of that race, only beating a length and a quarter. That was a 16,000 race, but it had no restrictions on it. So this is, at worst, a lateral move, even though she's jumping up in the claim level. And again, she will get a much better setup than she got last time out. There is a load of speed in this race. She's well-drawn here. Uh, she had run. She had won on this grass course in the past. Really liked the way she improved on this grass course last time out. She'd get a great setup and a nice price uh, also. So race eight, number one, Harbor Abbey at 8-1 to one on the morning line. And, Bruce, before we get a San, Santa Anita selection, let's go back a week and uh, talk about the Hollywood Gold Cup where we saw Defunded do it again. Uh, he had to work over a long shot in there, kind of a short field. A couple of the others didn't fire, but... Uh, you really have to hand it to Defunded. He has become a very consistent and tough animal. Tell us about that race. You know what's funny about Defunded? You know, if you look at his last three races, I think this race may have been the worst one of the last three. Uh, his Santa Anita handicap was off the page. Remember, he went out with barnmate Hopper through crazy fractions, and he held super game in that race to run a close third, I believe it was. Then he got left in the California and kind of ran against his running style, had to circle the field, and won, won pretty convincingly. This race was laid out on a platter, guys. I mean, he got to go very slow. He broke great. His barnmate came back from um, Dubai or uh, Saudi Arabia, um, uh, country grammar, who didn't fire a nickel. He got to go very slow on the front, end, and he struggled to win. So this is kind of a head-scratcher. He overcame adversity and ran great, I thought, in the two previous races. I wasn't blown away by this race. I'd give him, if I had to grade this, I'd give him about a C plus. I think the, and the, the final time was slow, so I don't know that that was his best race, and he still won. So maybe that's something to be said about him. But, uh, again, I, I thought his previous uh, two races were better, and maybe this was just his off race, and, and you know, he still got the job done. So, uh you know, going forward, I don't know what to do with this guy. Maybe a mile and a quarter is not his best distance, but, you know, he might be a tad vulnerable maybe in the Pacific Classic. Well, Bruce, as uh, John Lindo mentioned, you gave us Roy Hobbs, the natural, last week at Golden Gate. Uh, where do you want to come for your Southern California selection? So let's go. Let's do a little bankroll building. How about the first race at Santa Anita? Uh, these are starter allowance for So first, it really impressed me winning is the rail horse, El Oro. This is a three-year-old who had been in nothing but straight maiden competition, actually ran in Europe in its debut in a, in a little restricted uh, stakes race. And um, this was a noteworthy win because this was not an easy trip. First off, down the backstretch, this horse got in tight a couple of times, was banged around. I think the horse might have clipped him from the back down the backstretch. He found the rail going to the turn, moved up, was making a move into contention. He was three wide. looked like he was going to go three wide, guys, and he made uh, the rider made an interesting move, Ramon Vasquez. He cut inside or Devil Moon, who had all the momentum, and boy, was he game. He was putting kind of tight down the, down the stretch. He outgained Devil Moon and then passed the wire. Take a look on the gallop out. He won by many. I thought he was miles the best. Uh, and that class cup, and maybe the switch to the turf really perked him up. Doesn't face all that tougher starter allowance field. He probably won't be too far off of whatever pace develops. Not a lot of speed in here today, but really like what I saw last.
down. I think you can make the small, the, the small jump up in class. So race one, let's go with the one. El Oro is the co-second choice at five to two. And tell us what we can get at betonbruce.com. Full card analysis, Santa Anita. We did the last seven races on that uh, stakes card at uh, Churchill Downs along with the full card. We have audio, late pick four at Golden Gate. Check us out at betonbruce.com. Thank you, Bruce. We'll talk again next week. Take care, guys. All right, that was Bruce Finkelstein, and let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets, and as we mentioned, we'll have a brief segment with Matt Haggerty, who writes for Daily Racing Form, to fill us in a little more on this Churchill Downs situation. That is the next segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition, right here on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. You could be flying on an airplane, catching a fast train, or jumping in your car. Come on, Del Mar. Everybody's gonna have a smile on their face, cause somebody's gonna win every single time there's a race. Where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf, right now. down at Old Del Mar. Skip and win bonuses are back this summer at Del Mar and are better than ever. Guaranteed $5,000 check for any qualified starter in per ship and win start on dirt. $4,000 check for any qualified starter on turf. 50% purse bonus for every dirt start this summer. 40% purse bonus for every turf start this summer. For questions, contact David Jerkins at 858-792-4230. See you at Del Mar. Where the turf means the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf means the surf right down at Old Del Mar. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original. 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest. 
and online at Sammy'sOriginal.com. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is open for daytime simulcasting seven days a week. Enjoy great thoroughbred racing action from Santa Anita, plus Golden Gate, Gulfstream, Belmont, and more. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the simulcast action? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, Burgarts is open every weekend. The best of racing. The best of quarter horse racing. Always at Los Alamitos. And remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles and John Lindo. Before we bring in John Hardoon, how about a quick word from Lay Meridian? It got uh, rave reviews from all you guys who stayed there last weekend. Yeah, I got to spend uh, last Saturday there, my wife and I. Terrific hotel rooms. And, uh, I tell you what, the valet staff was great. Got our car. Uh, we could walk across the street to Santa Anita. It really is an ideal place if you're coming out to Santa Anita. You can call for reservation 626-777-6699. Ask for the Thoroughbred LA rate. Or if you're booking online at Marriott.com, use the code S9498. That'll get you a discount. And, uh, John, a quick word about Legacy Ranch. Our good friend Pete Perella, well, I met him out at the Derby Room last week, and uh, he brought me a couple cases of the wine that's grown there at Legacy. And uh, also, John, uh, we talked about the new material that was brought up to that training track there. Uh, it wasn't 90 tons. It was 900 tons of oh, new material. Uh, so they are really doing it right at Legacy Ranch. If you want to give Terry Knight a call, talk about the uh, – their training facilities, talk about their sires up there, Mr. Big Straight Fire Clubhouse Ride. Call Terry Knight, 510-928-4980. Let's bring in John Hardoon from the Raggers and Sheets. Good morning, John. How are you? Do we have John Hardoon? Yeah, hi, guys. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We are doing great, John. And uh, before we start in on anything, uh, how about let's previewing uh, the Penine Ridge today at Belmont Park goes as race nine. Uh, this is a grade two for $200,000 $200, up for grab. Three-year-olds, uh, looks like a pretty nice field. What would you think, John? It is. It's a very uh, contentious race. I mean, you have Charles Appleby shipping in silver knot. So, you know, he, he doesn't send horses here unless they're ready to run. Unless they're ready to run. A few weeks ago, he, ran, he sent one in that actually didn't run well. But this horse looks like uh, he's the goods. But I'm going to shop for a price there. I like the number one horse, Let Chase. Uh, this is a three-year-old Ridgeling who had two starts as a two-year-old. And he ran very well last time out for trainer Georgia Brea. This is a New York bred, and he's bringing this horse back in this spot uh, to make his first start as a three-year-old. He's listed at 12 to 1 on the morning line. To me, he's the interesting value play. Obviously, Silver Knot is the horse to beat. But again, you can go a lot of ways, and I was leaning towards LeChase simply because of the price. 
Nice 12 to 1 on the morning line. So that's the Penine Ridge Race 9 at Belmont. And John, we are really looking forward to uh, next Saturday's Belmont card. Uh, because that stakes undercard is tremendous. It's almost like a Breeders' Cup day, so uh, they'll have, what, half a dozen or more stakes races at least, including the Matt Mile, one of my favorite races. Uh, so just uh, a brief word on that, John. I know you're looking forward to that as well. It's going to be an unbelievable day of racing, Bob. Like you said, it's going to be like a Breeders' Cup card. I mean, look at the Met Mile. Look who's running in that race. I mean, you, you have the best of the best, and... Uh, most of those horses will be in the Breeders' Cup next year. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because um, Bill Mott split up. Uh, he had two really good horses. He has uh, that Empire horse, and he has Cody's Honor. Uh, he put one in the True North, and he's running Cody's Honor in the Met Mile. He doesn't want them to run against each other. And, uh, again, it's uh, one race is better than the next. And the Belmont Stakes, originally they thought they were going to get a short field but it's going to be like nine or ten horses like you guys were talking about early uh cox is sending out three pletcher's got a couple so it's going to be a great great day of racing and the weather's supposed to be perfect as well so that's all good news john lindo get a pick from john hardoon absolutely john i want to try and get a play not only from belmont park but you also do churchill downs and santa anita anywhere else you want to go let's get a couple of plays for the listeners today Hey, let's go to Belmont Race 6, six furlongs on the inner turf, and I like the number 10 horse in here, Gallon of Rush. Uh, this is a four-year-old filly from the Christopher Clement barn. She sprinted, and she ran very well last time out. There's enough early speed to set things up for this horse. Jose Ortiz aboard to ride. She's listed at 7-2 on the morning line. I like number 10, Gallon of Rush, to win today's sixth race out of Belmont Park. And where do you want to go for your second pick, John? Eleventh uh, and final at Churchill, and I like the number nine horse in here, Little Prankster. Uh, this is a three-year-old filly, one start for trainer Phil Bauer, and this guy does extremely well. He's a terrific trainer. Last year, he sent the string to uh, Saratoga, and he had a lot of success. Anyway, this horse had one start. She ran well. Uh, she's listed a four-to-one on the morning line. It was a good outside box going seven furlongs. Number nine, Little Prankster, wins today's eleventh and final out of Churchill Downs. And tell us what we can get today at the website, John. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com, Churchill, Belmont, Santa Anita Selection. You gave us Miss Yearwood at Churchill last week. Let's do it again this week. Thank you, John. Okay, guys, stay safe and be well. Thank you. All right, that was John Hardoon, and let's bring in Matt Haggerty from Daily Racing Forum. Good morning, Matt. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Just want to take a couple minutes of your time. We did talk about this Churchill situation earlier in the show and, and, and the move to uh, Ellis Park, sort of what we see as the illogic of the move. Um, if the track's unsafe, how do you run there this weekend? If it's safe, why are you moving? So, Matt, uh, I know you're covering this extensively. Is this kind of a public perception move, in your opinion? Uh, I think it's it's a very cautious one. Um, you can you can say you know that it's either overly cautious or or not cautious enough. Uh, I think uh, probably when you talk about public perception, um, the biggest problem for Churchill would be to have another uh, injury requiring uh, euthanasia uh, over that track at this point. Um, you know, as best as I've been told. Uh, that there were a lot of logistical problems, as you guys know, 
they had a lot of stakes carded forward today, uh, and so they figured, well, we will go ahead and race here uh, for this weekend because the, the decision was made pretty abruptly uh, and then moved to Ellis Park as of next weekend uh, while canceling the, the two, two midweek cards that were, that were scheduled for this week at Churchill. Um, you saw that oft-repeated praise in corporate speak. I'm sure that out of an abundance of caution, uh, I think that's, that's probably the play here. But most importantly for Churchill, I think they just want to get the spotlight off the twin spires and that they're hoping that um, this situation can get, get cleared up, whether it's cleared up from whatever reforms they put in place or whether it's cleared up uh, just because um, statistics tend to uh, regress toward the mean. You guys saw that out in California in 2019. So, um, so I think it's a complicated decision. It's a complex situation. Uh, the optics are, are terrible no matter what. Um, and you're just having a company say we, we need to take a break at least at the place where these deaths have occurred. John Lindo, I know you had a quick question for Matt. Yeah, Matt, thanks for joining us, first of all. And, and, and the one thing that jumped out at me in the press release this yesterday, you know, Churchill Down puts out their press release that they're going to suspend the racing, move it over to Ellis Park, and then shortly afterwards comes the press release from Hiza, who said that they recommend that Churchill Downs shut down the live racing. And, and uh, I'm just wondering, was, was this move because Hiza – you know, I don't know if they gave them an ultimatum or they recommended, or was this going to be a Churchill move all the way? I mean, was this a reaction to Hiza, or is this just a decision that Churchill made on their own? Uh, as best as I've been, uh, as I've been told, is that this was a collaborative decision uh, that Hiza uh, had, in fact, uh, recommended that they should take a pause uh, at Churchill Downs. Uh, they weren't willing to go the route. They have one tool at their disposal, right? Uh, uh, under the, the, the federal law, and that um, not giving uh, the racetrack the, the the authority to to simulcast out of state. I don't think they were willing to go that far, and I think they uh, they told Churchill that this is our recommendation. We strongly urge you to to accept it and consider it. And honestly, there were people in Churchill who were fine with that as well, uh, and may have appreciated having having a little bit of cover. Well, Matt, uh, you do a great job for Daily Racing Forum on these kinds of issues. Uh, keep up the great work, and we really appreciate your time this morning. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Okay, that was Matt Haggerty from Daily Racing Forum. Let's take our final time out when we come back. Michael Rona from Los Alamitos, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park, but meantime, some of the Angels Radio, AM 830. Racing fans, just three weekends remain in our current Hollywood meet at Santa Anita, so come join the fun before closing day on June 18th. And be sure to make plans to be with us for the 40th Annual Breeders' Cup World Championships here at Santa Anita on November 3rd and 4th. Visit BreedersCup.com and make your reservations now. Three-year-old fillies will be center stage this Saturday in the Great Two $200,000 Summertime Oaks. And on Sunday, three-year-olds go postward in the $100,000 Affirm Stakes. With the NBA Finals upon us, 
you can take a shot at a $10,000 prize pool in our Santa Anita Pick'em Contest, which mixes popular sports props each weekend, and $500 goes to the top winner each day. Fan special online packages are available now for our infield family fun zone. Grab a family four-pack, which includes four hot dogs, four sodas or waters, two unlimited ride wristbands, two pony rides, admission, and more. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lane Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 30. Welcome back. Final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And if you can't be on track today at Santa Anita, a couple great options. Uh, I was there last week at the Derby Room on Memorial Day. Had a great time out there with all my buddies and uh, saw Pete Perella as well. So that's always a great option. The Derby Room, food, beverage, audio, visual. And, John, uh, another spot we enjoy as well. Meet. Do we they open at 10 o'clock and... Uh... Uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I got you now, John. Okay, yeah. The family's open until 10 a.m., and if you're playing that Rainbow Six today, there's a jackpot of $23,000. If you're the only ticket, you bet it and cash it at Sammy's. You pick up the $23,000 jackpot, and Sammy's will give you another $25,000. That's a good deal. Post time in uh, five minutes. John, you got to get out there. Or so uh, Let's bring in Michael Rona. Michael, good morning. How are you today? 
I'm okay. How are you, Bob? We're doing great, and you had a big weekend of uh, trials last weekend, the Ed Burke Million Trials, so tell us about some of those results. Well, the key result was the fastest qualifying time by political rivalry, who had been scratched out of the kindergarten futurity trial two weeks earlier to be saved for the Ed Burke Million. Owner Keith Nellison and trainer Heath Taylor had qualified several horses to the kindergarten, which is at grade two, the first maturity for the two-year-olds of the season. A political rivalry, Drewgate won in the final and was the only one of the group that was eligible for the Ed Burke Million. So they scratched the horse from the kindergarten. Now, the Ed Burke Million is grade one for a much bigger purse, and political rivalry, it was a risk because these trials, which we had last Sunday night, are full of talented horses. Anything can go wrong. You have to be among the fastest 10 individual times. The political rivalry delivered again and was, in fact, the fastest qualifier to this grade one final on Father's Day. And so quite clearly it was a master stroke. And political rivalry, for me, is clearly the horse to beat. He's now three for three. He's won from an inside gate, an outside post position. His trial win last Sunday night and the fastest qualifying time was from a middle gate. He's the complete package of an early season two-year-old. And uh, he'll be the one to beat for sure. Heath Taylor also qualified a prodigy as the third fastest qualifier, splitting them in the uh, qualifying times was a Paul Jones-trained cult named Kevin's Wise Corona, who, like political rivalry, is by Keith Nellison's sire, KVN Corona, who won the Edberg Million about six years ago. John Lindo, I know you wanted to get post times and a pick from Michael. Right, we've got nine races today, nine, nine races tomorrow at Santa Anita. So what are the post times for each day, Michael? And give us another winner tonight under the lights. Uh, mate, we've got 10 races each night uh, with a 6 o'clock first post, 6 p.m. tomorrow as well as tonight. And my play tonight for you guys is a 5-to-1 shot in the penultimate on the program. Race 9 is a 300-yard 2-year-old silly maiden and um, a little bit keen on number 7, Watchfully, who's by the super sire political guest from the dam of the champion racehorse and sire FDD dynasty a lot went wrong for her on debut she ran fourth of five but I tell you what there is tremendous scope for improvement and the three horses who finished in front of her have come out to perform very well since including a subsequent winner and a couple of place getters in last Sunday night's Edberth Million Futurity trial so I like the strong form line as well as the trouble notes for watchfully number seven in the ninth race tonight at 5-1 to one on Ed Bergart's morning line. All right, Michael, we'll get you back on the winning track tonight. Ninth race, Low Sal, number seven, watchfully at 5-1. to one. Appreciate your time, Michael, and uh, we will talk to you again next week. Good on you, mate. Hooroo.
All right, that was Michael Rohn, and don't forget, uh, go to their website, LosAlamitos.com. Also, that Sunday carryover, it's either a carryover or the money is seeded uh, by the track, 10000 every Sunday night. Well, thank you very much for listening. John, thanks for co-hosting Leilani and Rich inside. All of our guests, we appreciate you being on. Mike Wilman is here from 8 to 10 tomorrow, and stay tuned right after us now. Andy Harris and the SoCal Restaurant Show You've been listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on 8.30 a.m. KLAA. Have a great day at the races and cash some tickets. We'll talk to you next weekend. Of course, of course, of course. And this one will talk to his voice, his horse. You name-